94.1 Territory FM. It's Mel and Dave catching up now with local business owner Jason Hanna. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Good day, mate. How are you going? I'm not too bad. I tell you what, my heart breaks for you almost on a daily basis, matey. Every day we open up social media and we see one of your businesses has been hit yet again, either the front glass broken, grog stolen, people getting in. How are you holding up, mate? Yeah, look, it's it's getting rougher as it as it's going. I know it used to bother me, but but now it's now it's really bothering me. Jason, how many times have your shops been broken into just this year? Uh, this is number five. Number Four, five. five, and five. And I hope you don't mind me asking: Are your insurance premiums going up? Is this costing you a fortune? No, I don't use insurance. You know the. Uh, yeah, it, it just do too much damage. You know, I, I think you'd end up becoming uninsurable. Um, and the reality is the excess on glasses, you know, what, 500 bucks, and there's only so much booze they can carry. So yeah. it still ends up costing, you know, a minimum of about two and a half, three grand every time. Oof. Jace, when we were going into 2021, I think we all went into the start of this year with a bit of optimism, especially around small business. During the COVID lockdowns, it seemed like Territorians rallied behind businesses like yours with the change from being open all the time into takeaways and so on. While we were in that in that period, in that 2020 period, did you find that assaults on your business slowed down? Yeah, look, they did, very much so. Um, but I think a lot of that had to do with, uh, well, I guess, the lockdown. You know, like there wasn't the, uh, the amount of activity on the street. Um, you know, there was plenty of security around, there was plenty of police around, there was plenty of essential workers around. And... and uh, well, who knows? Maybe it just wasn't business as usual, even for those scumbags that decide that, you know, well, they want what someone else has got. But, uh, yeah, we, we, we tend to be uh, left alone about two. Mm. It was great. Now, it's not just your businesses. It's a lot of small businesses in the circle. What's the word within that community? Oh, look, you know, they're, it's, they're just they're upset. They're frustrated. They're, you know, they don't see a light at the end of the tunnel because the... Uh, there's no real, there is no, there's no feeling of consequence. You know, the the, uh, the belief is that the that the consequences are, are are not a concern anymore. In fact, perhaps the consequences are attractive. You know, perhaps perhaps incarceration is better for some of these people than than their day to day life. You know, so uh, particularly during the wet season, you get a roof over your head and you get them, you know, three square meals and and uh, and who knows who knows what else. But uh, but that doesn't. Uh, that doesn't help the situation, does it? Maybe we need to look at making the consequence something that someone considers and goes, no way in hell am I going to do that because that hurts too much. Are we looking a to... Point, mm. A point in case is the Rattan in, in Singapore. I bet you they don't have a space of bloody breaking issues happening uh, anywhere near like we do. So for those but of I'm us sure that aren't we'll familiar with it, what's the, what's the Rattan? Explain that to us. Mate, it's, tw- it's 20 lashes with a bamboo cane straight across the arse cheeks. Oh, okay, yeah, you wouldn't want to be doing anything to get caught for that. But are the people, are these people breaking and getting caught? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And are they actually yeah, look, facing court? Look, the last uh, the last case at Lazy Susan's, you know, the, the security service in the mall, you know, government and council funded, which, you know, I mean, let's be realistic, what else can the government do? Yeah. Um, you know, they were literally just around the corner, but, you know, the, 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 the criminal would have been, would have known they were there. Would have seen them gone past and just decided that. You know, who's to say that getting caught wasn't part of the plan? You know, the reality is I kind of feel it was. Is alcohol the motivation? 
Well, alcohol is what they're going for, of course. You know, you are talking about people with addiction as well. Mm. Um, but you know, perhaps the motivation is, uh, yeah. is 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 the comfort that gets given to them outside of that, you know, the comfort that they're they're currently not experiencing. You know, we know our wet seasons are horrible places. You're know, living on the street. So I don't know. I'd kind of pick up a brick and throw it through the nearest window as well and say, "Come on, give me." Well, you've been you've been in business for for decades here in the Northern Territory. Is wet season the height of of this type of crime activity? Yeah. Look, we always find it is because there's a lot more, uh, particularly within the CBD. Uh, you know, uh, and we're talking about these, these typical alcohol breakings that we've been experiencing for decades. I mean, I, I you know I, I think back to. 1995, May the 25th, we opened our first restaurant in Nirvana, and between then and the end of December, we've been breaking into nine times for alcohol. Wow. So this isn't something new. You know, what's new is just the ability for everyone to wake up in the morning and all of a sudden, all that information is at their fingertips, you know. Sometimes it'd take you four or five days to get, you know, the four or five different break-ins, you know, uh, uh, instead of getting it all in the one news cycle. Mm. Hey, Jason, how helpful are the police when this happens day after day? Mate, they're fantastic. You know, we've got, particularly out there at Palmerston, where we've been, we've been having a bit of drama early, you know, this year. Um, and again, a different demographic, although there is a bit of itinerancy out there. Um, you know, we've got off-duty police members that are making sure that they stop by and just check the place on their way home. Yeah. Um, what else can you ask for? Yeah, that, that's, that's really good to know. Mm. Do you know, mm. everyone's yeah, chipping yeah. in. Hats off to our police. You know, I think, uh, you know, over the last couple of years, you know, uh, uh, after certain instances, and I guess I probably refer to the, the, the Four Corners uh, yeah. story, which probably is where it all started. I reckon we'll all agree on that. Um, you know, the, 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 our police have been just copying it left, right and centre. So, you know, there's, I, I couldn't say a bad word about them, but, you know, their actions and the effort they go into, mate, I, I could say nothing to praise we, Davey and I have been talking and we've been uh, getting calls from listeners and text messages coming through about, you know, trying to come up with a solution. It feels like we have this conversation every year ad nauseum. But, Davey, you were saying you got a suggestion come uh, through. Yes. Yeah, it came in th- through a guy called Matty. Now, he reckons mandatory military service for unemployed between the ages of 18 and 24 years old. Do you think something like that would help the situation? Well, you know, I, I certainly don't think that it would be a deterrent. It might encourage a little bit of lack of unemployment. Mm. <laughs> Who yeah. knows? Yeah. But I'm sure, our, I'm sure our brilliant military service could, could uh, only value add to an individual whether, whether it was something that you, you know, ever intended doing or not. I mean, I know some, some uh, you know, some foreign uh, uh, friends that, that had to do military service was part of their culture where they grew up. And mm. I tell you what, you know, can't say a bad word about them. Yeah. yeah, because it would be hard time, you know, compared to what they get now, a PlayStation, a TV, a cell, three meals a day, roof <laughs> over their head. I mean, if it was military service, it's it's a regime. It's it's up. You know, you are getting directed what to do all the time. And I assume these people that are breaking in wouldn't necessarily like that a lot. Yeah, it needs some structure. Well, structure. Yeah, but then it also might give them, it might give them a sense of self-worth once mm. they finally... Yes. You know, I think the idea is that they, they break them down and build them back up again. All of a sudden, you're a member of, a, of an organisation, of a group of people. You know, you, you know, it's like being a member of a, of a sports team. We, we know that all these kind of programs work. You know, the fact is the military just doesn't muck around. They, take the, they don't get 10,000 people to march left, right, left, right, because they pull them aside and have a talk to them about how they feel about it. You know, um, 
it is the path of least resistance, but I, I think it's certainly worth a go. What is your solution, Jason? Do you have something burning in the back of your mind that you think I, may work? The rattan. Yeah. I've got no problem with it. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I reckon word would get around to enough people that go, nah, what's on the other end of, or, you know, the consequences on the other end of my actions is not worth it. Yeah, physical Physical and that's pain. what it's got to be about. Yeah. And, JC, are you going to stick you know, around, buddy? And I know I've asked you this time and time again, each and every year it seems like it gets tougher and tougher to, to do business in this town. Are you committed to staying? You employ so many Territorians. Yeah, look, you know, I, I think like a lot of people, we can, we can look back on the last 12 months of COVID. You know, I, I heard someone say that they, you know, they, they had a 30-year relationship with Darwin and have finally fallen back in love with it again. So... You know, I, I can certainly class myself within that category, but um, yeah, you know, that doesn't mean that we don't have to. We have to get under control. Yeah. I mean, there's that uh, there's that strange sort of online petition that's going around now, which is, you know, I don't see what it's worth. Yeah. Other than the fact that there's an opportunity for all these people to comment as to how they're feeling. If I and if you actually take the time to open it up and read what these real territorians are saying, um, you know, it's certainly something to be worried about. Uh, finally, from me, Jace, um, what can we do to help you? Mm. Well, mate, I, I really don't know. You know, I, I, I think uh, we can yell and scream, and we can all get to come together collectively, uh, to, you know, to support each other. But, but if we don't have some systems in place, if if our police aren't being, you know, I mean, if they feel like they're just bashing their head against a brick wall because every person that they grab, regardless of their age or, or whatever their status is, uh, it's just let go. At some stage, they're just going to literally stop giving a shit. And I think that's the worst place we could ever be in. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, there has to be... We have to give them some kind of reason why they're actually turning up to work and, and doing the job. We can't afford them to just say, well, I'll just turn up and do it for the money and not give a shit. Because, uh, you know, next thing you know, the teachers are going to do the same thing. Yeah. The yeah. nurses are going to do the same thing. You know, and... and uh, we're, we lose as a society. Yeah, you're right. I think we so have to just, maintain passion. We've just got to keep on caring. We've mm. got to keep on giving a shit. We've got to keep on, I guess, yelling and screaming and, and uh, demanding that we do better. We've got to do better. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we do. Crime is out of control. And, Jason, you're dealing with it very well. You've been hit a number of times. And, as Mel well, said, you know, we're glad you're sticking around. Mate, well, I'm just thankful. You know, what have I lost? You know, I've lost money. I've lost some some sleepless nights, you know, but... I feel for these people who've had their home invaded, waking mm. up with someone, you know, reaching over them to grab their car keys on their on their bedside table. Uh, how do you ever go back to home and relax in your own in your own castle at night? Well, Jace, you know, uh, you, you your know. own your own family has been a victim of that. Your mum's place has been broken to broken into more times than I can remember. How's she doing? Yeah, oh mate, uh, you know she's she's fragile. Yeah, mm. you know and. Uh, I mean, it wasn't long ago we we just had our cars broken into, but her both hers mine in, in her yard, mm. and you know, yeah, she just completely fell apart right in front of me, yeah. uh, and to be expected. Yeah, you know, she's she's an old lady and doesn't feel safe in her heart. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. It's heartbreaking. I don't know how I'd handle that. Nah, buddy. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Thanks for having a chat. We appreciate all you do, and and I for one have a booking at Lazy Susan's coming up, and I cannot wait to do the yum cha thing. Yeah, great yum cha. I love it. Uh, I still, I still eat it myself. So um, <laughs> enjoy. Thank you. Thank you.